0: Diamond. Beautiful.
1: <laughs> it's a recap episode. We're going to remember everything great that's happened this season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you left me in suspense for like a month. And then, <laughs> you, then you unleashed that on us. <laughs> but that's not even the, the proper one. That one sounds nice. This doesn't have your, like, you know. shine
0: grey
1: like a diamond. Indora. Indora. Yeah. yeah so, so, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where i put that one Yeah I don't know, that's alright We'll come back next year when we have to do more Diamonds We can get a WTF Happened Alright, let's start this episode yeah. Let me play that intro again and then we'll just come in off it And I have been recording this whole time, so it's good. good Good content No <laughs> well then, I don't know, 10 minutes Facts, forwards and mids, never satisfied you, have always got the shits. FMDT coming around for you. FMDT, 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 FMDT coming around for you. FMDT, there's nothing you can do. FMDT's coming around f-m-d-t. for you. Woo, Steve, FMDT, that's the last time we'll get to sing that song
0: this year. Is oh boy, oh boy. Oh boy. What, what, what a year it was. Um, what a year
1: it was and the dust has finally settled and there's one grinning bastard on the top of everybody else while the rest of the league, I think, plots their revenge for next year and tries to figure out how to stop this guy's ego from getting any bigger. He
0: is unstoppable, it seems. He's uh, he's won a third historic, third ever premiership. <laughs> I'm glad
1: that's getting a mention. I feel like it wasn't getting a mention the other night when we were uh, we went out for some beers, Steve, uh, to watch the end of the uh, season, yeah, the end of the fantasy season. Obviously, the uh, exciting Crows and North match seeing us out, yeah, really um, good one, riveting, <laughs> riveting stuff for Sunday football. Um, and, uh, uh Alex, smart Alec himself, uh, found a smart little place to go to, which had jugs, which were the price, price I haven't seen since uni days. Yeah. That, incredible. Yeah. The difference being that it wasn't a bunch of people turning their pockets inside out trying to find change to make up like $14, <laughs> <laughs> which was nice. Mm. Uh, instead, it seemed like the jugs were endless, and they just kept on coming, and I had a pretty damn good time. But uh, nobody seemed too interested in my historic victory.
0: <laughs> there was some, some something interesting going on there with uh, I think Nick and Richards' match that was going down to the wire. That's right, the consolation final. Going down to the to final precedence. seconds. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> um, yours was pretty much decided before that game started, or very early. Well, yeah, we didn't want to. Didn't want to say that you know and you never know you never know yeah. you never know Laird getting injured in the first quarter on zero might have uh, been the difference <laughs> absolutely it happened yeah but it seemed like no
1: matter how many beers i had and no matter how loudly i talked uh, people were concentrating on other things <laughs> and uh the moment that i started uh gloating and celebrating everybody had somewhere better to be <laughs> <laughs> can you blame us really? <laughs> well just quietly between you and me steve Suck it, guys. Premiership number three, baby.
0: I'm pretty damn happy. <laughs> no, fair enough. Congratulations. Um, I speak on behalf of the league. Couldn't be happier to see our commissioner on top again. <laughs> um, yeah, we start to probably do an investigation. <laughs> Sentiment shared by everyone. <laughs> no yeah. doubt. A um, new league will be started. Is that what you're saying?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just all... A defect, yeah. Yeah, yeah just like... Um, ghost from the from the facebook group i'm gonna start s money (laughs) yeah fair enough i mean it's a league i
1: named after myself right nobody truly knows what the b stands for steve it's like um i can't think of a good example but nobody truly Uh, knows harry s truman what is the exactly nobody truly knows there you go all right we're here to talk not just about the Grand Final. We are here to give out a few awards as well. It's the wrap-up of the whole season. We've got bets that took place this season. Um, we've got players to command. We've got draft picks to command. We've got a whole lot to talk about. Um, let's jump into it and start with our very final. WTF Just Happened?
0: Yeah, let's start with the uh, the other ones. Um, touch on those as I prefaced uh, a really thrilling consolation grand final so let's touch on that to decide the number one overall pick now this one split us in terms of our tips which was uh yeah it was duly deserved because it went down to a seven point margin that was initially three points for a while there and then a, a late adjustment brought it out to seven and i think the the underdog was the one who got up so? Yes. Rolls Royce, fourteen seventy one over two keepers, one cup, fourteen sixty four. Um, who were the the shout outs for uh, the winner there? Uh, I just I I found this one
1: quite funny because looking at it on paper, it seemed to be all Richard, right? Um, he had the the biggest scores just from uh, just on paper. He had a fully functioning midfield, whereas Nick had filled his with guys like Jared Brander. And you know like, Dan, Dan Dan thrown, held got a centre, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so for Nick to actually get a win out here was pretty amazing. Without uh, a ton from his midfield
0: as well. That's it, yeah. That's yeah.
1: unheard of. Um, I don't know who do you want to shout out. I think we'll be mentioning a lot of these people later, maybe in the podcast. Um, Matt Kennedy it was a pretty nice time. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think maybe someone we haven't mentioned much throughout the year. To be fair on him is. Dame Zorko, because True. he's one of the few guys over True. 30, uh, along with, you know, perhaps Mundy and, and not much else, who's actually performed this year. Like, everyone else, 30, 31, we 32. to think of people last week yeah, when we mentioned it. So. it's been a bit depressing. I mean, I think Dangerfield's 30, so I, I think it's more when you get into that actual, you know, 30-something, 30 like 32, mm-hmm. 33, that it's been pretty bad. Slim pickings, but Zorko's bucked the trend and uh, massive 113. Not massive, but really solid. Um, so, I'll give him the shout out um, for, for this grand final winning team. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Um, Over on the other and side. you say about Richards. Well, let's just acknowledge he got unlucky, I believe, with Sean Darcy getting injured on 44. Um, I don't. Uh, I'm pretty sure he played more than 50% of the game time and mm-hmm. he, he was out there for a while, but he, he was obviously hampered by the injury, um, didn't play his normal minutes, and ended up on 44. So. Not to you know, not to shut him down for getting an injury, but it was just worth acknowledging that Richard, you know, seven point margin, pretty much swung on that injury. The one who really stood out to me, oh, I and I should say injuries. Patrick Cripps actually got injured and subbed off on fifty one percent game time. Really, we had a few fifty one percenters this year. I mean, sem- sorry, and this he had week. Seventeen
1: handballs up until that point, not a single kick to his. Yeah, name.
0: yeah, that doesn't speak well for his uh leg fitness, I guess, yeah. something issue there, I don't know. Right,
1: so Richard was really robbed a little bit. He kind of the was. Injuries. There was
0: Darcy yeah. who played 70-something percent and Cripps who played 51%.
1: That, that makes sense from the observation of his, of his team. That. Well, his yeah. team just, just looked a little stronger on paper, didn't it? Yeah, so, now
0: you know. to be fair, even if Cripps had played one less percent game time and, and ended up on 50% and got subbed off, his emergency got 33 So he, he didn't have the depth there to back up. However, his ruck emergency scored 81, so would have made the difference if Darcy had just gone off Ooh, early. Absolutely. Um,
1: um, I want to give him a final shout-out for Taron Thomas, who almost
0: brought it home for him. Yeah, 120-point like performance. Final game. Incredible, and
1: he's just been absolutely on fire. He's actually finished up in the top 20, I think, forwards this season, yeah. which you definitely would have expected
0: at the start. No, and drafted even, round 19. Yeah. So I think that means uh, he's going to be a pretty good Round 18 keeper. Yep, and Richard Richard said at the draft he was someone he wanted. He
1: was very excited to get in round 19, and now we can see why. I think he's exceeded expectations. Yeah,
0: and the interesting thing is what position will he be next year? But even sure. as a centre, you're holding him as a as a keeper for sure. Oh, for sure,
1: when he can score like that. We
0: well, averaged 81, but yeah, I think it was a tail of two halves. I think he he probably averaged you know over 90 um, second half of the year easily. Um, started the year a little bit slower.
1: Yeah definitely so one to watch for him next year um bit of silver lining for these guys going into next year at least and Ralph Royce wins himself what uh, he's buying back for next year and the number one draft pick so look forward to did we decide who that was going to be
0: yet uh well I think who the number one pick will be um I think we said it will be McRae or Steele yeah I feel like we mentioned this right Jack Steele enjoy
1: your Jack Steele next year
0: potentially we'll We'll
1: see Alright let's up some of these other matchups So maybe just rounding out the consolation finals there Yeah what, so What's up Doc Took out Manny Barcelona With a pretty good score 15-22 Which I think Goes along with a decent score that he had Two Even weeks ago the First week of finals Yeah, yeah 15-03 Yeah so semi's best until last Um, What's he get for that one?
0: So I think he takes ninth place. So yeah. he gets uh, a slightly higher draft pick than Sahil. He does. Did Sahil end up putting up a full team? He did. he did. Wow. He even had an emergency to cover the the laid out Dunstan. The not named Dunstan. Was he never named. Yeah, oh, I thought he was not really laid out. Laid out. Yeah. I'm not, sure. not sure. Anyway, well done Sahil. <laughs> I, I actually I'm commend still you still for putting up a full team because <laughs> yeah, well it was it was literally looking like 14 players at one point. So at least he yeah. he made the effort, but. Yeah, Millsy got it done. deserved deserved it. Um, and the other one, which was quite interesting, uh, not that close, but it was going to be a high scoring one. Perryman's Merryman, a huge sixteen seventy one. Incredible scorer. Yeah, I think that might have won it overall. <laughs> Had he played in the grand final. Had he played in the grand final? You got to make it. You got to get there. You've got to so, be on the right side of finals. You do. So he took out uh, third place over... I shot the Sharon 15-16, as we predicted. He, his form was phenomenal. His gun players just kept on going. Big shout-out to Ben Keys. Huge score, <laughs> by, by far the highest in Cam's team, 144. We, we watched this game. He was everywhere, kicking goals, laying, laying tackles, 38 yep. possessions. Phenomenal performance. Um, and... You know Cam's depth was shown off here by having Dylan Shield as an emergency for Adam Sarah, who who was a layout. I'm I'm confident.
1: He didn't even need to start Jeremy Howe, which is I think a pretty uh, another a, good sign of depth. Yeah. A very good sign of depth. Um, and he finally he finally did it, Steve. He got Peter Wright right in a four-goal game. Yeah. Peter Wright, ninety points on the field, on nice the field, one. and that's yeah definitely helped him get that massive score. Um, yeah, huge week for him I'm very happy that I managed to take him out last week I wasn't placing him in the grand final Because maybe a bit of sliding doors A few different results go another way earlier in the season And uh, he's a grand finalist And taking home the trophy But unfortunately that's the way it goes sometimes
0: Yeah, yeah I mean, what in the end uh, how, how close was it between him and um, And fourth place? Like it was it was damn close, wasn't it? Between him
1: and fourth would have been him and
0: Kieran. Oh, he had an extra win. Yeah, yeah. but between and, and, him and second place, it was just the points for which so, is me, yeah. which is you. So just the ele- about just the Yeah, yeah. So he deserved to. Yeah, he deserved to be where he was. Um, really. Uh, but yeah. What I haven't
1: actually worked out is that in round uh, twenty, the last uh, round. 19 no round 20 the last round of the regular season Mm. uh he had the big matchup against max that he lost so had he won that he would have been number one seed um i would have been number two seed and we would have faced in the grand final and he would have won
0: that's what would have uh yeah would have changed
1: everything so that's where history was made was uh round 20
0: yeah and that was that was actually the one we highlighted in that in that week where that was the most important match. Yeah. Third verse Cam had, yeah. Unfortunately, is what it uh, ended up as. But yeah, it really did shape the whole of finals. It absolutely did. So uh, let's move right along. <laughs> <laughs> let's move along to what really happened instead of the
1: uh, fairy tale scenario that could have been for Cam. Unfortunate. Um, and I think there's only one match left to talk about. No, we've covered them all. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned you one. So uh, <laughs> we did mention it. There's not much else that needs to be said, does there? Well, actually, that does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, I want to give some credit to my opponent. He, um, he put up a really, really good fight, actually, did Alec, and he might have thought that the matchup was well over going into Sunday, but there was still um, some worry for me. It was... Um, I'd activated a couple of loopholes, mm. and knowing how much PTSD I have over those, it could have really backfired on me. Um, Alec, actually, what was interesting in this one to start with was that he was... Had a merry-go-round of players Coming into his back line And his forward line And mm. when we previewed the this team matchup we previewed. With him, mm. with him <laughs> yep. He was talking about Kieran Briggs And the strawman Making it into his forward line And then they didn't even make it into his final team Instead he snuck Tim O'Brien in there Which mm. I didn't even see until Did not the see that coming no.
0: D- I assume he got him off free agency Just for that juicy matchup Against Richmond yeah, he did. He yeah.
1: did, and um, and to his credit, like he did all right. He got seventy. He's actually playing in the back line which I didn't realize he wasn't on my
0: radar whatsoever. While solid, I guess w- what we previewed was Briggs and Stran, the two Kirins on field instead of Atkins and O'Brien. And sure. Briggs and Stran beat Atkins and O'Brien, <laughs> sure, by a total of about sixteen or so points. Luckily, not the not margin. the margin. Yeah. <laughs> he he kind of second guessed it. We questioned whether he wanted you know, two, two Kirans and two two Ruckman yeah. in the forward line, and he changed it, and it was slightly to his detriment, but not, not costly in the end, not decisive.
1: To his credit, Mason Redman was a pretty damn good start. That was an inspired start. That was an inspired start. Because he didn't have
0: that initially. Yeah. He did have um, someone else down... I think it was Jack Henry. Jack Henry, who yeah. he, he
1: had basically had all season yeah. and was actually one of the people that I ragged on him for... Um, Holding on to during byes and not mm. having someone else. Yeah, um, he Solid did <laughs> seventy every week. <laughs> yeah, he didn't start him. He started Mason Redmond. They can't really fold him. Uh, he did extremely well last week. Backed it up. Easy matchup against Collingwood. Alex said, "Well, he wasn't wrong." And yeah, pretty good score. But unfortunately, not enough to get
0: uh, to get the job done. What else happened to this team, Steve? Oh, look. It probably would be worth mentioning. It would be remiss of us not <laughs> to mention. <laughs> The injury to midfield Mills, um, obviously, it was decisive. It, it it turned the match up. He was on seventy eight after fifty one percent game time. Um, you know, early in the third quarter, gets that injury. Sydney romp home by ninety something points. Um, another Sydney player ended up getting one hundred and fifty eight without Mills. There, I think Mills would have shared in some of that. Uh, it, it's hard to see Mills not scoring at least an additional 40, if not 50 more points in that matchup. Yeah. And yeah. the margin was 51. Wow. So that would have made it an absolute thriller. You yeah. would have been sweating on every single, you know, kick and handball from Rory Laird. And, Which is what I was yeah.
1: setting up for. But yeah.
0: yeah, it was unfortunately a bit of a non-event, but... Yeah, I uh,
1: was super glad that I uh, wasn't there going through that nerve wracking. Well, I mean, I had I had a nerve wracking semi final the week before yeah. at the prelim, so I guess this segues
0: well into your team because you sure. you had you had led in that final game get his probably his best <laughs> score of the year, yeah, a huge forty possession. Hundred and forty point It could be, yeah, well not even sure. Yeah, you're right. Uh, oh, second best of second the year. Second best. Second best of the year. He had a rip snorting second half of the season. Um, it really took the best or near best scores from a couple of your gun players. Like Max Gorn also probably season his Season best. Season best, yep. Um, in that in that thriller, um, that was decided what well after the siren. Um mm-hmm. You know, oh yeah. I, was, yeah, I was I was
1: jumping out of my seat for that one. I don't think I've been, that was one of the most excited I've been uh, this year, seeing Max Gorn. Because I knew it was going to be close between me and Alec. And, yeah. You know,
0: just getting those extra few points at the end and then Max Gorn, what a legend. And you wouldn't have been confident with him lining up 20 metres out, slight angle. <laughs> you probably think that's a 50-50 kick for <laughs> Max one's No one Gorn. was
1: confident. Any like Melbourne supporter. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Million dollar kick, I believe. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, from that. Forgetting the money premiership. premiership. So, yeah. I mean, there oh. were some interesting. I was feeling like it cap. was a uh,
1: 300
0: and change kick for me. Yeah. <laughs> you can uh, send Max a, a little check in the mail. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, because he needs it. I'm sure he
0: needs it. Yeah. Maybe you can send me one, <laughs> being his biggest supporter. Uh, yeah, so there's a question. If Essendon, um, well, not if, but when Essendon lose in finals, <laughs> um, who are you going to back? Are you going to back Melbourne? Or who's your team? Well, you ex- who's your backup team? Well, you reckon I'm a Melbourne supporter now because I like well, Max Gorn so I who's your second I do team? Like Gorn. You gotta have a second team in for, for the finals. i will i back Max Gorn. That's my team. Just Max. <laughs>
1: yeah, not his. team. Ask me that question when Essendon, you know, when Essendon the flag. And lose. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I'm asking you now, yeah. you now.
1: Surely you gotta have someone. Nah, it's too early to
0: say. What are you talking about? All right. Yeah. Okay. I haven't thought about it. All right. Fair enough. I guess Crows fans have had a bit longer to think about it. (laughs) Do you have one? Yeah, Brisbane. Brisbane's my second team. Yeah, right. Um, Has been since I lived there. Went to some games when they were, you know, bottom four and it just goes to show things can turn around after four or five years of of drafting and effort and, and, you know... Whatever, hard well, work, a bit of well, luck. tell that to Melbourne as well, right? Melbourne's done it as well. I've so got a bet on them
1: to win the premiership. So how's that? Ah, how's that for an answer?
0: So yeah, Geelong's my other, I guess, smarter. Oh backup. come I, on, because I because on. I have a bet on them. only so because I have a bet on them. Yeah, okay, like, at <laughs> yeah. six dollars. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I don't want to see these things definitely Chris skew Scott's, your opinions. Yeah, uh, smiling, you know, face. I do not want to see it. Yeah. Um, but I do have uh, a few dollars on the line there. Um. All right. So 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 feel like we've covered Alec's team you've just started
1: on sort of started online we but, certainly yeah. have covered your team well, <laughs> no, we just started we've we'll just covered
0: land and gone. Um, I guess no, it's worth yeah. mentioning as a shutdown for Alec that Braden Fiorini really let him down like yes about 40 points below his average there um that that was a big letdown But other than that Alec can't be too unhappy Your team You really didn't have Too many stinkers Apart from What the one I, oh, You have two stinkers I, 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 One guy you were worried about Which was Dumont Yeah You were, you were right to worry Yeah He was He was shit
1: Yes, he was. Yeah. He has been He's been a bit of a. He's been a bit unproductive this Never year. But yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to finish on a negative. Like, no, yeah. no, no. Don't finish yeah. on
0: that. But let's just acknowledge it. Matt Parker as well didn't meet your expectations or mine. No, didn't get that full midtime. No, that was one of the ones I was
1: really tossing up between. I'm glad it didn't really come back to haunt me. Yeah, um, Himmelberg, who was my second option, ended up getting I think 18 more points yeah, than he did. Yeah, something
0: like 64 or something. Yeah. yeah, so 18 points. Yeah, but to not finish on those, I mean. <laughs> Darcy Parish let you down as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the first time you've been able Darcy to say Parrish. that this season isn't Darcy it? Parrish what a letdown obviously yeah. not that good yeah well he yeah if he wants
1: to be known by people on the podcast maybe he has to do a little bit better yeah, than that absolutely
0: and then Dangerfield didn't score any points in the last quarter so I think that's a good way to finish
1: oh so it's almost like how did I win Steve how did I score over 1600
0: it really is always like, how did you win because <laughs> for like the nth time well, since just, the bye I think we've heard that Gorn got his best score of the year Laird got his second best score of the year. The guy that you got for absolutely nothing last year. Which is what I'm so happy about, Cam Gifted led to you. A keeper, a ninth or eighth round keeper or whatever. Absolute gun Backman Still available as a back. He won't be next year, but enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah, a guy who's averaged over 105 since moving into the midfield last year. Well, hang on.
1: Okay, because I have a little victory speech (laughs) and and, and you're going into it. so, (laughs) So... Yeah, I would like to thank Cam first of all for giving up the lad, um, because I've given him a new home and he's hasn't been uh, happier. He's been so happy since. (laughs) I would like to thank Riley Bonner and Robbie Gray. They were told about my PTSD about loopholes, and I said only a ton would guarantee them a spot in the grand final team, and they did say that. Yeah, yeah. Riley Bonner, known big game player,
0: came through. (laughs) Well, Um, that was his best score of the year by about thirty five, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah.
1: I'd like to thank Shane for Christian Salem and uh, Steel Sidebottom and uh, Richard for Josh Kelly and Dangerfield and especially without Sidebottom and Danger I shudder to think what my forward land would be looking like these days. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank Pass Bart for drafting the best Ruckman in the competition five years ago, for holding on to Titch and uh, oh, I've already mentioned this one, hounding Cam until he cracked into giving up Rory Ladd. <laughs> Um, worth mentioning twice As worth mentioning twice But especially Gorn actually man He's the one that I'm most happy about As you might notice I've changed my team name As uh, the final uh, Came to a conclusion This one's for you buddy Because last time I had this team name My team Ran into Some stupid Kent And we didn't get it done And This year There was no one stopping us So This one's for you baby And, and Gorn baby
0: Gorn very, very well said. Um, I just wonder was, was the year that you had gone, baby, gone the, the last year that Melbourne were good and made finals just by chance? Oh, Can you, you remember never off the top of your head? Nah, no, not sure, but I do I'm think it's I'm not even a Melbourne fan. Just, no, just, no, just, <laughs> <laughs> just learn your clear. Melbourne history. Come yeah. on. Um, no, I guess it's redemption for, for you um, and that team name because that's obviously, yeah, as you said, that's the team name you had in that year when, when you got Kented. <laughs> yep so yeah, good good stuff. Good good speech.
1: <laughs> Thank you. People are lagging behind, so I did have some quick tips for everyone for the future. Try and catch up. Um, try and pick Darcy Parish the year that he decides to finally break out. Um, do pick up one of the game's best Ruckman five years ago. I've already mentioned that one. Do you recognize <sighs> do that, ma- that that matchups matter? Ah. Um, oh. And expect that Richmond will rest all their players in round twenty, and make sure that you draft lots of Hawks on draft day. R-
0: round twenty-three, yeah. Round 23. Predictably, predictably, yes. Predictably,
1: it's all it's all in the cards. Matchups.
0: I especially like your advice to draft a good ruckman five or six years five ago. Five or I, six years ago, I followed that advice. You did, and, yeah. And, you, yeah and, it, and you've got a premature. <laughs> exactly, so, it, it really works. Yeah, it's actually. It reminds me of. Uh, <laughs> One of our federal treasurer's advice <laughs> about buying a home: <laughs> have rich yeah, parents, just do it. Just, just, or just go back in time, last generation. Yeah, it's yeah, intergenerational generational right. wealth. That is yeah. what you're experiencing here. Yeah, and I have done some fact. Are you checks. saying that I'm
1: talking like a boomer? And you sound like a
0: boomer. <laughs> yeah. And I have done a fact check. Okay. Gone baby gone. Runner okay. up in 2018. Got Kented, Melbourne versus West Coast Prelim Final 2018. Got. Um, I don't know, whatever their best player was at the time, got shooied. I don't know. <laughs> it was the same year. How beautiful. <laughs> Someone else would be getting shooied. <laughs> how, how amazing yeah. is that? It was the same year. That is amazing.
1: Look, I don't need to lecture anyone. I want to end on a little nice note. Um, I truly believe that it's harder than ever to win in this league because people are more savvy. They're less... There are less complete disasters on draft day. Uh, Cam doesn't read the wrong year's almanac anymore. Mm. Free agents are sniped at rapid speed, and there's barely any one sided trades. Rest in peace, Ian Nielsen. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of the reasons why winning feels so damn good because there's plenty of worthy competitors to take on. And I know you'll all come at me pretty hard next year. So I'm going to savor it while it lasts because you've all got a little bit of catching up to do. <laughs> nice. Um thank you, thank you. That is that is the speech. That is we can we can move on
0: now. Yeah, we had five minutes allocated to your matchup. So yeah. well done. <laughs> I mean, that was that was very ambitious, wasn't it? Hopefully people have skipped to this point of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll put a timestamp let's, let's in. Talk, let's talk about, about his win yeah. for thirty odd minutes and yeah. then give yeah. us patronizing advice about no. It was good advice. Um You're right, we're all motivated to beat you next year I think so, I think
1: so I think people will come out of this better and stronger
0: And I like the fact that you've sort of worked (laughs) into this That, you know, it was the best premiership ever Because the competition is tougher I do think it's uh, tough It is tough I do think it's tough I think that a lot, there there are no real dud teams That is, that is true Yeah Yeah, fair enough All right, so let's cover some of the the year that was in in the shape of some awards. Awards, yes, let's do it, okay.
1: The categories this year up for grabs are the draft stud, the draft dud, the uh, free agent, uh, best free agent pickup, the worst drop, and the best
0: team name. Have I missed any? Uh, no, you haven't. I guess we'll. Um, I, I think we should just acknowledge the the league MVP unless we've done that already in the previous episode. Haven't. I don't even know who it is. Yeah. All right. The actual league medal, the, the the league medal winner is awarded to. <laughs> no surprises here. Yeah? By one solitary vote, Jay Steele. Jay Steele. Wow. Well done. Uh, Pretty well deserved. We talked about him perhaps being a number one pick next year. Um, what surprises me is that McRae is only on 15 votes because he actually averaged 115. He's not such, such a
1: well-rounded team.
0: Absolutely. 15, 14, Cleaned all and Oliver stealing votes, that's yeah, the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, well yeah. done, Jack Steele. We'll touch on that. And then we'll get into our made-up awards, our bespoke ones. Yes. Uh, so, let's start with... Draft. The, the draft started. Uh,
1: now, Steve, this award is for excellence in overcoming your draft value. The player who wins this award went above and beyond for their coach, rewarding them for selection with fantasy gold and rubbing it into other coaches that they should have pounced on them earlier. Who are our nominees this year?
0: Well, I'll tell you my nominees for yes. this one. Um, I have got Aaron Hall <laughs> taken in the 15th round and ended up being... The highest averaging forward and the third highest averaging back. Yes. Uh, I've got very, very good. Jack Zebel taken in the ninth round. He was the third highest averaging forward and the fifth highest averaging back. Ben Keys in the 16th round. He was the 11th best average and aggregate centre only player. And finally, to round things out, I've got Ollie Wines in the fourth round was the sixth highest averaging slash aggregate player overall. So those are my nominees.
1: Um, I have none further. You have covered
0: all of the nominees. <laughs> Fantastic. I, as well. I think it's uh, an interesting argument who the best of those four is. Yes. I'm glad we agree on, on them. So, what, we've got two centres and then two back forwards. Um, who Who is your pick?
1: As best overall draft pick for the year. Um, I think I'm going to award it... To Ben Keys, uh, I think I think Ben Keys because for a couple of reasons I suppose I think I mean obviously in the sixteenth round is crazy value. Mm. What, what center number did you say he ended up as? Eleventh best, eleventh best. That's just incredible. You Average one hundred and eight. Yeah, yeah, you barely ever get that in any year. Um, I also think he was a very um, deliberate choice by Cam. He. Uh, had liked Keyes for a while when he backed his guy in and he was rewarded big time. Um, sliding to the 16th round. Just fantastic. Yeah. Um, ben Keys for me.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, he... he, Nobody
1: would have seen this coming. No. I swear. But maybe Cam did. Maybe I Cam know. did. Uh, his, a,
0: his ADP was, what, 206? I can't believe
1: that we're seeing this after, you know... Ben Key's career up
0: to yeah. this point, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you had him for a bit last year as a CF, and he was okay, average. And he was fine kind of as a CF, yeah. But no, to sit to to pick him as a center only, like, did he did he see it? I would have to ask him. But did he see Brad Crouch leaving, opening up this spot? You know, Matt Crouch was injured early as well. I think it's yeah. If he had the foresight to know that that Keys would be the one to step up, then that is a phenomenal draft. I pick. guarantee you, Ken would have an interesting take on this. Yeah. <laughs> we should ask him. Um, do you have a different uh, I like a think I agree you with you. No, yeah. I actually want to award it to Kesey as well. I okay. think obviously there'd be an argument to say Aaron Hall because he was the best forward, third best back. But I think we t- you know, I think Aaron Hall's one of those picks that it's it's a bit of a dare I say a bit of a fluke. It's almost like yeah, you know, is anyone? Is anyone? <laughs> I don't like you do want to say that. I think it's exactly the dare words I say that. I don't know. Yeah. Like I feel like you know, this is a guy who's previously yeah. averaged highly, but what a couple of years ago, and you get to the fifteenth round and you kind of go, oh, you know, Aaron Hall has previously scored well. I'll pick him. Um, he was actually picked later than his ADP in mm-hmm. our league, so shame on you. Anyone who had a fifteenth round pick before Brett. Shame on you, I did not Alright, I'm going to play advocate, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't that make him an even better pick that, out, that
1: Brett managed to get a slider So deep in the draft And this is a guy that then goes To regain his form From past years uh, You know, Brett might have Might have been backing him in To certainly maybe not average this much But certainly to regain some form
0: Yeah, well his adjusted average last year For the record was 76 mm-hmm. From 15 games um, and his previous year was 80 His previous year was 72 So I think you're looking somewhere in that 72 to 80 range You're hoping he plays most of the season Because he hasn't the last. Mm-hmm. He did last year but not the previous two So yeah I, I think it's not that Brett deserves no credit I just think that it's such a ridiculous outcome <laughs> That you can't
1: Well we can't even wrap our heads around it can we yeah. That's really what's going on here
0: Ben Key's becoming amazing. We can wrap our heads around. Well, (laughs) he's a 30-year-old in the Wooden Spoon team. Like, let's not just forget that. He's in the Wooden Spoon team. He's 30 years old. Yeah. Like, shouldn't they be playing their kids? You know, like, what's going on?
1: I think Brett's made an amazing pick, and well done to him. But I think Cam's just by a smidge overshadows it for me. So, yeah. I think they should both be rewarded. Well it done,
0: guys? Would be nice to have joint winners. Let's
1: let's move on to a category that we can um, be smirch a little bit more, and that is for the draft dud. Um, so uh, just to be clear, our draft stud will be joining alumni such as uh, Brody Grundy from 2019. These are league medalists. These
0: aren't draft. Studs at all? No, they're not. Did we have a draft stud? Maybe we've never had a draft stud. No, we have. We have. Just you haven't updated the almanac for years.
1: Well,
0: (laughs) it seems like it hasn't. We we don't have a draft stud. We haven't actually awarded it. All right, Uh,
1: draft dud. Moving swiftly along there. Draft dud. All right. This award is for making someone's season miserable. They're making them question why they even bothered in the first place it's earned this player a swift black mark straight onto the never draft again list and this player will be drafting will be joining such alumni as 2014's Scott Selwood, 2015's Piers Hanley, 2016's Dane Swan and back-to-back draft dud Dan Hanabry And question mark 2019. And question mark 2020. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I do love that Dan had a reason there twice. But who is it this year, Steve? Who are your nominations for draft duds?
0: Well, I can tell you my nominations, but I I guess I noticed a trend there that all our previous duds have been drafted in the first two rounds. Uh, and Quite a lot of them have got injured severely, so it feels slightly harsh.
1: I actually, I think this is a good point. Yeah.
0: And and we might come across this, but, well, I feel like
1: with the draft... Stud Where that comes up Generally from like A late round pick That's amazing This is Well of course You've spent a oh, Really early High pick. capital
0: Yeah High capital Low return Absolutely. Absolutely I don't disagree It's more like Can we penalise a guy For getting injured And not playing Alright who, who are your nominations help. So my nominations are Tom Rockcliffe In the Second round Who played one game And scored 22 points Well done uh, Yes Uh Matt Crouch He's played was zero games. Was pick and two, he scored zero points. <laughs> he played zero games. Yeah, pick two. Yep. Wow. Um, wow. I've put Stephen Cornelio who was a second round draft pick, yep. um, managed five games and averaged fifty nine points. Yeah. Obviously, with an you know injury affected game and a sub game in there, but still not a good one for him all season. No. Um, I have also got Michael Walters. Um, I'll acknowledge you, you. You called it early. Um, he was a second round draft pick. He actually played most of the year, averaged 61.5, and then got injured for the last month. So, pretty much did fuck all. Yep. yep. Um, yep. And one final controversial one because I really wanted to find a player <laughs> who actually played pretty much the full season. Oh, my God. I've got one as well. Okay. Do, wait, wait, wait. On 3 2 1. 3, three 2 1. one. one. Angus James Oh. I think praise When was he yeah. drafted? Round nine, but he played every single game right, of the season. Right, right. Round nine. I feel like yeah, round nine. You're not paying a lot, but good call because he was absolutely terrible. Yeah, he
1: sixty six for the season. He was awful. I think. I think. Uh, Go on about James Warpole, third
0: second. round pick. You're familiar with him. Yeah, sure am. I average seventy nine. Had to get rid of him. Just shy of seventy nine for the year. Mm. Well under expectations How many games did he play? 20 games Yeah So I believe he got suspended for one And maybe So my argument with
1: hindrance. the guys that have played a lot of games Was that they were much more of a hindrance to their teams Than guys like Matt Crouch, let's say Who, well, it sucks that your first round pick doesn't play He wasn't, you know, taking away points from you as such Someone like <laughs> Angus Brayshaw, yeah. on the other hand And James Walpole, started for their teams. Those teams would have kept faith, and especially for a very long time being top 10 picks. Yeah, you're
0: going to keep starting him. You're going to have that faith that they'll return to form. I think
1: that has more of an impact on your season than a first or second round pick that just gets injured.
0: Yeah, Uh, having said that, I think if you have to hold that injured player... They don't have any keeper value. That's true. And that's where Matt Crouch comes in. And Cogs as well. And Cogs. You know, stinking up um, the bench. Rock, Rocky, at least, was let go pretty early was, on. Could be let go quite early. Yeah. Um, although, yeah, held for a while, I think. <laughs> I, had I had a
1: couple more, which might end up being more honourable mentions, but um, I had Zach Williams drafted in the third round, who averaged 71, yeah. played 14 games, a bit of a stinker. Um, I had... <laughs> Jed Anderson, um, drafted in the fifth round, who only managed seven games. Averaged 79, making him probably the best averaging player out of the lot, but also was carried by you all season yeah. and just did not play. 15
0: you know, weeks of not playing yeah. um, because it was a 6-8 week injury that then became a 6-8 week injury as soon as it reached the test stage. I think he just re-did the injury. Why didn't they just yeah, say that? I know. I <laughs> would have been so frustrated. <laughs>
1: um, and finally, Jack Martin. with uh, Draft in the sixth round, he averaged 62 points. He managed 11 games, um, had a, l- a few niggles, but overall was... Mm. Didn't well not, down didn't, on expectations, no question about. Yeah, that. Yeah, didn't live up to a One
0: ton and, yeah,
1: very disappointing... Do we want to say... Oh, no, I had one more. I had one more. I had a lot for this category, actually. Yeah. This yeah, isn't easy to there's find. There's a lot of duds. Jared Berry, fourth yes. round pick. Yeah. Um, one of Cam's, Uh, yeah, only, only real, like, early duds, but, yeah, only managed nine games. And even when he did, as you well know, Steve, as someone who drafted him in, he was... Got injured awful, in two of his games, 50, came 50 back... 50-point 50 average.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He just started to show something in that final game which is good timing going into finals for Brisbane he kicked three goals and scored 82 in the last round but that was what I was kind of hoping for from maybe round 21 onwards not round 23 onwards so yeah I think Berry's a real stinker um, yeah that's a that's a big, that's pool. A big it's a big the pool of nominees. nominees we didn't really
1: whittle that down well at all but let's pick who we think is the worst of
0: that bunch jeez Um, I've got mine Yeah, I mean I'm going to decide it Based on who got dropped later (laughs) Out of Canelio and Crouch Ooh Alec cut Crouch away August 13 Shane cut Canelio August 20 One week difference Yes,
1: when it didn't matter for either of them Mm. Shane dropped him In the final round of the season very worthwhile.
0: Yeah, look, I mean, it's hard to go past. The history shows we pick a guy who, who really just barely plays. You oh, can always buck the buck, trend. Buck the trend, yeah. Um
1: I'm going to tell you mine. My what pick for the worst this year is The draft dud is Michael Walters. Ooh. I think huge capital spent on him second round pick. And the guy actually played 16 games, which mm. means that he played keep a very large chunk yeah, of the season. and he keep him on field. He would have been kept on field. And I think, like I've said before, I feel like that's slightly worse than a guy that you just don't start. Um, I think that is more worthy of a draft drafter because you've drafted him expecting something good. And he's just underperformed completely. It's not a, as unlucky as an injury, let's say. Yeah. It's just a bad
0: pick. Yeah. I guess the only caveat is like sixty-one from a Ford. It's probably only ten points shy of of, of startable. starting territory. sure, but not second round. But F one, yeah, that's where he's picked as as an F one. Yeah, no, I very convincing argument. I I am going to agree with you there. I'm going to go oh. Walters is a more damaging because you can't put him on the bench really. You've got to have to keep backing him, keep hoping it changes. Yeah. Good I'm, call. I'm glad
1: you're agreeing with me because I'm not sure what we do for the almanac in the case that we don't agree. Well, so. I think we put it to the people. <laughs> we probably do put that, it the the to the people decide. But so far, we have nothing to put but to the people. But there's really nothing to. We're split. dictating. Yeah, there's
0: nothing to split between guys like Crouch and Canelio I agree, and, and Rockcliffe and stuff. Well, they just barely played.
1: Yeah. I agree. There's enough of those. Whereas Walters stands on his own as a second-round pick that just did not deliver at all. Yeah. Win the games that he played. All right, draft dad for 2021. 20, Congratulations, Sahil, and
0: Michael Walters. (laughs) All right, let's
1: move on to uh,
0: what is our next category, Steve? Well, um, since you asked me, I would go (laughs) with best free agent. Best free agent. We've got kind of two subcategories here, though. We've got our best undrafted free agent, and then we've got our best, essentially best pickup off free agency. Sure. So you can start best free agents, undrafted. Who, who stood out to you? Well, this
1: is, this is the category for not being considered on draft day, but proving to everyone that they should not have been forgotten and, and making the rest of the league regret being too slow on the trigger. And my nominees are, um, these are the undrafted free agents. Indeed. Braden Fiorini. Um, who did only
0: play nine games. He was drafted in the 24th round. Was he? Restart your research? <laughs>
1: yep, drafted in the 24th well, round. You press spent the works by throwing in this undrafted and drafted. We didn't discuss this.
0: I thought you said all your guys were undrafted, guys. Uh, well, they're not. Was- <laughs> okay, right.
1: All right. Well, I don't know. It was Luke Dunstan drafted? That is a good question. He was
0: not drafted. My number, my
1: first nominee is Luke Dunstan, playing twelve games for Sahil with a ninety-four average, which is about as good as you can get from a free agent center. I think, in fact, as far as undrafted free agent centers, he going, averaged more last year. Best. It must be said. <laughs> yeah, it did. Hard to go to one hundred twenty-five <laughs> like he did last year, but ninety-four ain't bad. Um, Nick Newman. The Cam, uh, averaging eighty six as a backman, uh, played every game from round eight onwards, making it fourteen games, uh, the best undrafted back pickup. Excellent, and Bailey Dale, who ended up in next team, uh, averaging eighty three point five points, playing as a back and a forward and uh, playing all 22 games this season which has to account for something mm. uh those are my picks no jake stringer ah there's more yes jake stringer who i believe was also not drafted correct also picked up by nick 80 averaging forward, which is nothing to sniff at at all this year. Puts him, I think, within the top 25 forwards for the year. And he played the majority of the season as well 18 games.
0: Yeah. No, very good. So there's what? Four four nominees Mm. Um, Dale, Stringer, Dunstan, and. Nick Newman. Nick Newman. Mm. Mm. All right. Well. I think we have to
1: consider the amount of games that they play yeah and when they were picked up as well yeah um which i can tell you that nick newman was picked up in round five by cam and he played every game from round eight onwards like i said uh dunson was held by sahil for a while i'm actually not sure when Mm. but a lot before round 11 i believe i think it was two or three weeks Bailey Dale changed hands between mm. teams, as we know, mm. but Nick got the majority of the season out of him, and Jack String was a bit of a later pickup by Nick, um, so we can't count a lot of his early games as being in his team. But I don't believe that that's when Stringer was firing on all cylinders either. So he got
0: him. When I got him very early. What am I talking about? March thirtieth. Well, that's about after round. That I mean, he, he, his first game of the year was round three, so he may have actually had him pretty much post-round three. Nick had Jake Stringer all season long. All season long.
1: Mm-hmm. Including for his duds, but especially
0: for his, his amazing scores, back which half is of the year. what he rounded up from, season on. Yeah, for, yeah, pretty much from the mid-season onwards after the bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's a compelling argument for Stringer. Um, I, I also think you made a good argument for Bailey Dale, who played every single game, and I believe Nick had him for 20 out of 22. I think... Uh, Mm. So um, Shane might have dropped him after round two or okay. three. Round three, very odd. Okay, mm. we'll, get, we'll get to that category. Mm. I mean, it's still hard to yeah, it's still hard to beat a guy who played every game and averaged eighty-three. Yeah. Um, and is a back forward. So I'm tempted to say Bailey Dale is the best free agent, uh, but I could be convinced by another argument.
1: I don't want to convince you otherwise because I think I agree um, I think it was for me it was between Nick Newman and Bailey Dale given that Nick Newman played quite a lot of games as well but you've got to go off the guy who played the entire season came out of nowhere absolutely out of nowhere um, and Nick capitalized on it so yeah are we calling it? let's call it Bailey Dale is the best free undrafted agent undrafted free, free agent, agent of the year
0: now I've got three free agents who were drafted yep. um, to nominate or the, yeah, I guess the best pickup off waivers, but someone who was originally drafted. So we've got Braden Fiorini. Unsurprisingly, you've covered him briefly. We know a story. Drafted. Yeah, yeah. So that was one that say were actually drafted, very late mm-hmm. um, indeed, but averaged one hundred and five across the nine games that he played. Started with seventy, finished with the seventy. Every game in between was a ton. Yeah. Um, Matthew Kennedy, um, yeah. drafted in round. 13 by the bye <laughs> by the bye uh, played as a sub in round 4 oh, um, played again in round 5 wasn't cited again on team sheets until 5.50pm leading into <laughs> Thursday night round 14 and swiftly <laughs> it's, at 5.50 no, no, and no, 30 no, seconds mentally ingrained in your head, <laughs> isn't it yeah so scary. Nick got really really quickly onto that one uh-huh. um, he'd been dominating in the VFL and Nick picked him up into round fourteen, and since that point, I can tell you because I've done the research, <laughs> he played ten games and averaged ninety six point five. Jesus Christ, as a forward, imagine getting that into your starting lineup. Absolutely, the hardest position in fantasy this year, yeah, um, or certainly one of the lowest scoring, the lowest scoring. Um, so Matthew Kennedy's my other nomination. or oh, sorry, second nomination, and my final nomination is Daniel Howe. Yes. Um, Oh wait a sec He wasn't drafted So Disregard He should have been In the other category (laughs) So I I, t- I typed in Howe And I, I actually got Jeremy Howe Not Daniel Howe um, Well
1: I would have actually Put him in my other category But I also I also had him in here And I thought he was thought Yeah Yeah it. yeah So, so I picked him up Before round one Late inclusion I think. Into the previous <laughs> the category I don't think he's going to be He didn't quite there Bailey didn't get, Dale Didn't quite get there But worthy of we a mention For getting 79 points And um, I can tell you In he, your team And then in Nick yeah he, yeah
0: he averaged around 76 In my team That wasn't good enough I dumped him uh, after he scored a forty nine, there was talk he will be dropped. There yeah. was talk Hawthorne wouldn't play that week. Seventy six not a, not enough for a backman. Not enough. Uh, Nick jumped all over him, and he averaged eighty three in Nick's team across twelve games. Yeah, very that's, nice. That's very nice. Very nice indeed. Um, and Bailey Dayer, the Hawks backman, I man, you just you just, you just you just can't give up on them.
1: No, yeah, they're You're they're always all in season long.
0: Yeah, they exactly. And Howe ran through the midfield and ran, ran on the wing for a bit. That's right. So pretty good numbers but I think okay for the ones that you've mentioned it really comes down to to fear and Kennedy doesn't I think it? so
1: yeah so and you I'm, made a very compelling argument there for Kennedy with his back end of the season
0: yeah yeah well they both had yeah from round 14 through to round 23 very compelling much argument um I'm gonna give it to Kennedy here um I think yeah about ba- uh, sorry a Ford that's averaging 96. Is even more valuable than a mid-averaging 105. Um, and he really didn't... He had one dud game in there, but he he had tons in round 23 and round 22. Um, yeah, I'm going to give it to Kennedy. Uh,
1: first time we're going to disagree, because I'm going to get to Braden Fiorini. Um, he got Alec to a grand final... And I think he contributed, they, uh, yeah, and I think that is going to sell it for me. Uh, helping the guy to a grand final, hundred and five average, even though he only played nine games, is just a ridiculous pickup to make.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, fair, fair point. And he did go through what six teams, so <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Um. So he nailed it. Good timing. Um. Did you say he held him for a week before he was named? Or? He did. Yeah. So really good. Wasn't just trigger finger like Nico. Mm. Um but yeah it's a uh, it's a bit of a debate there and maybe that makes it even more compelling holding, yeah, for, holding a for a week yeah yeah
1: but either way Nick's been mentioned a lot of times on this pre-agent so well done yeah he's I been think he very yeah yes yes Uh, so well he did get Bailey Dale, so well done. All right, so let's move on to a category that sort of intertwines into this one, which is the worst drop of the season. (laughs) Um, for someone that was given up too early, the decision to be regretted all season long, and especially when inevitably coming up against this player whose owner would have been starting them with glee. Who do we have as our top nominees?
0: Steve, I've
1: I've actually got I've got a top two. I'm wondering if you've got any more. I
0: have four here in total. I'm okay. sure you have the same two as me. Um, Bailey Dale's is one of them. Bailey Dale is one <laughs> of them. Yeah, definitely one of them. Top contender. And my other one that you will have, I'm pretty sure, is Sean Darcy. Absolutely. Yeah. Those are the only two contenders in my book. Who else do you have? Uh, the other two guys I have, um, Daniel Howe is one of them oh yeah true didn't okay. turn out well I should drop about for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and the other one that I benefited from for a while at least was uh, Mark Blitzads I think it was quite funny he was averaging 65 I picked him up played Cam he got 140
1: yep just like I mentioned yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you would
0: love that um,
1: alright let's talk about the top two so Bailey Day we've already um, talked about a little bit but the most important thing is when he was dropped and Shane had him for a 65, I believe And an 85 And then after the 85 He was not satisfied It was an 85 against North He thought, that's it Lightning struck once And I mm. can get rid of him mm. Cut not bait And Nick pounced straight on him And he never looked back, did he?
0: No, and I think It's interesting to drop someone After they score 85 Even if it is against North it's not like his first two games were 30s. It's, it's like he's That's building 55, 65. This is, yeah, back, forward, 55, 65, 85. So that that leaves you with an average, you know, around 70, doesn't it? That's not terrible. Like three games in. That early in a season? You want to be... I think you're dropping your guys who are injured, You guys who are getting 50s, and, you know, he's just come off an 85. I, I, I found it mind-boggling at the time. I think Nick had, had some pretty good uh, waiver priority there and it was a good pick. And um, I think the set of precedent for people just looking at who Shane was dropping for the rest of the season and picking those guys up. And that has worked out pretty well.
1: It has worked out pretty well. Riley Bonner, I should have mentioned <laughs> that in, my, in my thanks, was one of those guys. Um, not not his worst drop though. So Bailey Dale is a top contender. And then let's talk about Sean Darcy. So Sean Darcy was drafted by Cam. One of those late round ruck picks in the 23rd round he didn't even get to play a game for Cam because he dropped him I think before he even got on the field yeah miss missed round one. one
0: and Richard who wasn't looking too great in the ruck I department lost wits and Draper he gleefully picked up Sean Darcy absolutely <laughs>
1: And, again, never looked back. Sean Darcy went on to be one of the Ruck breakout stars of the year. I think he might have Third finished. best of the season, I believe. Is that right? Uh, yes, I I believe it is. Yeah, so here you're absolutely right. The third best Ruck, only behind Ray Thorne yeah. and Grundy. So. Absolutely.
0: Like, I think that's, that's an unbeatable... Uh, yeah. In yeah. terms of that category. Yeah. 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 But, yeah. So no matter how badly Shane did, <laughs> I I agree. That's phenomenal. I mean, the only other thing is, um, we. It's should... possible
1: that that could have been actually a grand final losing move for Cam because he kind of he struggled, struggled in that ruck position. In rucks quite a lot. He ended up with Tom Hickey, who, he who had who, who did for. well. Yeah, who did who well It well, Must air. be mentioned. And
0: we did actually say when Nick traded him Hickey that could be. Season saving or winning for That's Cam. That's true, and Darcy did get injured in the grand finals, so you know maybe we can't do too many sliding doors on this thing. But yeah, certainly regardless. Cam struggled in that yeah. position for a good while. And funnily enough, Cam actually dropped another ruckman that he drafted. He drafted Peter Laddams in round eleven. Right, right. Got sick of him after uh, about round uh, four or five, I think. Laddams had scored badly, got dropped. Understandable yeah. But you know Comes back after uh, Round 9 onwards And averages I haven't done the maths on it But just mathematically It, it looks like Average over 80 Yeah Because he averaged 72 for the year But his first few games Were like 25 30 60 Yeah well, Take those like, out. It was a Lasset effect right When Lasset was playing Sure but even yeah. when they were playing together Towards the end but of the year But then I think they must have Developed more of a chemistry
1: They clipped. Or worked out where Yeah And fit in best Yeah Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely So um, that's just, <laughs> that's just two Ruckman just that Cam <laughs> So just
1: another honourable mention. But yeah. Yeah. I think I, Darcy, Sean Darcy no takes it out. No yeah. doubt. The worst drop of the year. Congratulations yeah. to you, Cam. And of course, all of these will be, uh, in our almanac, uh, for future generations to gaze at.
0: Um, but that brings us to our very final category, Steve. It's a special category. Uh, it, it's one that relates to nomenclature um it relates Whoa, to that's that's a word that i have not heard before <laughs> it relates to the team name the best yeah. team name what do you have to say about that one you probably have a, a, a summary of this award do you think um, well it, you know rewards creativity it rewards um excellence. wordplay <laughs> excellence in wordplay excellence in
1: wordplay yes i actually didn't have anything prepared for that one well done that's okay. it what well, we went for excellence in wordplay uh, we have our nominations now. This is only um, only awarding this for teams that changed their team name this year. Okay. Uh, so we'll start from the top, and I'm also including some names that were not well not the current names that teams have. Oh yeah. but names that they might have had previously. So you can add onto this list if you have any more. Excellent. I'm going to run through with you. Excellent. Perryman's Berryman, not Merryman, because Merryman he had last year, but Perryman's Berryman. Mm. For The small town they had Jared- What's up, Doc? Uh, COVID Marshall. Rouse Royce, square bracket, in for repairs and square bracket. Genius. (laughs) I know it's one of your favorites. Please vote for that one. Sid Nankovicious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Two keepers, one cup, and. I'm just throwing Gorn baby Gorn in there. Oh, hasn't won enough. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't really. But look, it's very twenty twenty of me. I repurposed it. Twenty twenty one even. Yeah, I know what year
0: it is. Yeah, you do. And no mention for the Lion King. No, I didn't mention that. Okay, we can throw that one we'll, in there. We'll give him a mention. We'll give him a mention. Look, I didn't do as much research as, as Don't you mine. in terms of past uh, past names. But I did. I miss any? Um. I don't know. Well, Ed Ed Redemption. Ed Ed Redemption. Yeah, I, I feel forgot. like that was a pretty good name. I forgot that he changed that. Yep, yep. Oh, I think that was a good one. Uh, so I, I kind of liked um, I I did like Ed Ed Redemption. Um, I enjoy two keepers one cup, but he didn't bring home the cup. Um, <laughs> so
1: right, that's a good point. Right, if it's yeah, not actually accurate, yeah, can really, really, it, I yeah. think.
0: I think Covid Marshall's brilliant in in this era where every fucking business has a Covid Marshall. I think it's brilliant. Yeah. I think it fits in so well. It's a 2021 name for the ages. Uh-huh. Um I also really like Perryman's Berryman. Um I like the creativity creativity the two names in in one there. I really like that. Yeah, I don't really know what it means
1: but I like it.
0: Well, I mean they they berry men as in like they they gather berries. Of course, and they're Perryman's. Well, Perryman owns them. Yeah, he does. They're his. Um, What else is (laughs) there? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure why that's difficult. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. Um, Have I made an argument for one? Not really. Um, Sid Nankavicious, I found difficult to say. (laughs) Nankavicious? Yeah. You haven't been a
1: fan of Nick's, have you?
0: No, 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 no. That, that one's quite clever. It's just like you read it and you kind of go Nancurvistious, but mm. it's not that. Um, yeah, no, not a fan of for Repairs, and look... I thought, I thought it was fine. It, look, Matt Rowell hasn't come back that well from the repair shop, so mm. he might need to go back to the mechanic this summer. No, <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm going to vote for... A COVID Marshall winner with a honourable mention to Perryman's Berryman.
1: Yeah, I'm going to do the same. COVID Marshall for me. It's the most apt name for this current time. It works with his team. Yeah, I think it encapsulates it pretty well. And it, might, it might be the funniest name, but who cares? It's, yeah. it's,
0: it's, it's good. It's Yeah, I it, like it. It's particularly apt that... Rowan Marshall was one of just five players this season to be forced into quarantine <laughs> yeah, due to COVID. I didn't even along think along with um, you know Green and Dunkley and and yeah, a couple of others Mills, I believe yeah. So some big names, but anyway, well done, Code Marshall. You didn't win, but you won this, so it's just as good.
1: Yeah, that's right. I'm sure you'll cherish this one just as much. Well done, Alec. <laughs> Alright, that brings us to a wrap for all of the awards so thank you for listening to that Uh, congratulations if you won Um, sorry if it was a dud but not that sorry really and you'll, like I said, be encapsulated in the almanac for all eternity Um, Alright Steve, what are we up to next?
0: Let's turn our attention to a new segment that uh, we'll only do once a year. What the hell is this? This is uh, I could call it Cam's broke, but we'll call it out the betting summary of uh, the year. Let's oh, recap, right. of course. Yeah. 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 Um, so let's just run through them quickly. Um, I don't have all the facts and figures, but sort of, somewhat chronologically, uh, you made a bet with Nick at draft day that North would finish higher than the Crows. I believe you backed North, um, mm. as you you know often do. No, <laughs> no, no, never. Fact, have. You previously, how many beers that they wouldn't have? they make? The eight. Yeah, oh <laughs> yeah. god, yeah. Um, and you, you failed miserably sure by, by a single uh win, basically six points or whatever on the ladder. Yeah, so Nick won a carton off you there. The no. last, the last game could have been, been interesting, it wasn't. No, yes, yeah, six pack, six yeah. pack. There, um, another draft day special was Chera versus Brayshaw. Yes, you backed your boy, I sure did, Brayshaw, and he. Brought home the chocolates for you. He he did. And that he, not he, just he, the chocolates, beat, a full carton of beer. He beat he beat that traitor, Adam that Chera. Traitorous Chera. Yeah. I'm sure Cam will never pick him again. No, I don't think so. I think he's been
1: turned off in forever. <laughs> yes, yeah, a full carton, thank you. Very yeah. nice. Uh
0: and then there was another bet on draft day. <laughs> yeah, Bart's like, he looks away, doesn't want to talk about this one. <laughs> it's Shiggins versus Jiggins. Uh, So, the man who was drafted earlier, who started the year as a centre, who's 33 years old, who hasn't had brain bleeds, he (laughs) backed Sean Higgins, who missed out by a paltry, what, 100 and something points? Look, it was
1: kind of close for the fact that Higgins missed such large chunks of the season... Yeah. Um, he could have done me the service of at least playing the last game and giving me some hope that he could make up the 70 point margin, but unfortunately he did not. But yeah. Um, oh, Jackie Boy played four more games than Sean did. Sean averaged nine more points than Jack Higgins did. You tell me who the worst player was in that. Scenario.
0: I can tell you very much so. I mean, your, your player started as a centre. You eventually got to move him into the four line.
1: At least I didn't start Jack Higgins for shit like 31 in round two
0: or 41 in round six. You know? Sure, <laughs> sure. I mean, that that is true. But in the end, I got 1312 points out <laughs> oh of Jack Higgins. My God. And you got 1183. This is a lesson for me.
1: It. I will never bet on total. Po- what was it? Total points that we bet on. Total
0: points. Very deliberately for the, <laughs> the 33 year old. Uh, average, average. Oh, yeah.
1: It's always got to be average.
0: <laughs> Lesson learned. Yeah. We can't actually remember the stake on that one, but uh, if it was a six pack from Cam's carton, I will take it. Yeah. We'll, All right. Let's we'll go back and check the records. Talk about some bets that were about averages. Let's look at some averages. They, these were much later in the year. Uh, there both, was
1: both for tons. Go on. So
0: yeah. So Cam backed um, being a big Frio supporter. He backed uh, Elliot Yo to average. Oh, Hundred from round 17 onwards? Something like that. Or even earlier. Can't remember. Um, but anyway, he did not average 100 from that point on. So he is going to be... What? He's going to be practicing his yo-yo tricks?
1: Doing yo-yo tricks for us on draft day.
0: Excellent. Mm. Yeah. He's got a lot of time between picks. Yeah, yeah, a lot of time. So. Probably can learn the trick first <laughs> between his two picks. Yeah. Um, and the other one was... Mr. Luke Shuey, uh, he also was meant to average 100, but not from round 22 onwards when he did average over 100, but from <laughs> round 16 <laughs> onwards. And I think he fell short of that by quite some margin, probably averaged about 90 from that point. I think so, yeah. So he will be doing a Shuey on draft day. Yes. Do Make him do that before any of his picks, I reckon. All right, that's okay. how I can start, start the draft. The day. I think
1: so, yeah. yeah. Shuey... Yeah, celebratory shui to start. That's how we start the draft. That's like the ding, ding, ding. The gong of like Wall Street is the cam doing a shui and draft it begins.
0: Excellent. No, I agree. That's that's a good good idea. Yeah. That I had. Um. <laughs> 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 but you're right. We can get the bell. Yeah, ding on the bell. Who's hosting again? The winner, you. The no. winner is that the pre No, been I don't. Set? Yeah, it is. Okay. Nick, Nick after he won. Yeah, Nick started the pre But you're not funding the beers. That's, Shane's that's job. That's yeah. Shane's job. But Cam obviously which yeah. <laughs> we can't remind Shane of enough, really. No, yeah. if he forgets, this is really on him. Well, it is, yeah. yeah. And we know he's an avid listener. He'll have got to the end of this yes, for sure. For sure. Alrighty, that's all I had on the bets. If you if we've forgotten any, post in the comments. It's quite likely. Yeah, very likely. Bart didn't under, write any of them The down. influence there was, yeah. <laughs>
1: But also, if you have any ideas for next year, then, you know, bring those along to draft day. And, uh, yeah. I'm pretty much happy to bet anything, it seems.
0: Yeah. We want costumes. We want yeah. tricks. We want, you know, beers, some,
1: some songs. Or... Songs. Poetry was good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Especially when it's ingested later on. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. Bring it on. Bring it on. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to next year, but for now, I'm going to savor the win, Steve. Um, I think... Get that trophy engraved. I do have to get that trophy engraved as soon as Nick delivers it to <laughs> me. I'm not going to get it. He'd and you're going go to go with be...
0: Gone Baby Gone, I assume. Yes. Yeah, yes, of Redemption. course. That's yeah.
1: what's going on there. Yeah, And a few, like, you know, the other, like, four names that haven't made it on there yet. So. Ah. Yeah. Right. Um, Is there anything else you wanted to uh, say before
0: we wrap up for the, uh, for the season? A couple of last points, I suppose. The tipping competition decided in the final... Right. Route. In in the consolation final, by seven points, looks like I took it out, so... What? As I said, that was the point of difference. That was the deciding tip. We talked about that last episode. And you backed Richard and I backed Nick. You're okay. kidding me. <laughs>
1: it all came down to that. When I was <laughs> there... <laughs> Focusing on my bloody grand final win, I should have been focusing on Richard getting one over Nick. Ugh. Why do you think we
0: were talking about it so oh much? Oh my god, you're kidding <laughs> me! Yeah, the real. Winner. I really let you back into that competition. La- yeah, the last few games, mm. or rounds. Um, you sure did.
1: Well, look, I'm glad you got something. Yeah, didn't or win anything
0: done. else. Um, okay, so that was good. Um, we touched on predictions last week. You had Alec as runner-up. Uh, I did as well. We. I had you as the winner. I think you backed yourself as well. So, yeah, well, big tick. Two for two. Two for two. I think looking down the list, uh, I got everyone pretty much right, except I had Cam in 12th, so apologies, Cam. You drafted shit, but you traded well. <laughs> uh, and I had Shane in fifth, so what are you doing, mate? Don't drop all your good players. Keep him for more than three weeks. He could have, right? He could have been
1: that guy. Yep.
0: Do you, have, do you have
1: my picks on there?
0: I didn't write them down but no. you would have them in your document I'm I sure. do but it will take me way too long to bring this yeah. up we're at the
1: end of the episode now we so are. that's alright um, I'm sure they were pretty atrocious knowing how I normally do <laughs> I
0: do
1: I do know apologies again to Cam
0: because I had him second last <laughs> so we yeah. underestimate you mate so yeah we, good try we
1: do underestimate you and you can prove us wrong next year because I'm sure if you're draft hand we won't be
0: <laughs> we won't be much <laughs> more kind <laughs> we will be much kinder <laughs> yeah
1: I actually had showmaking finals, so there you go. Was wrong on that one.
0: <laughs> you had Max Missing finals, famously.
1: At Max Missing finals. I had What's Up Doc sneaking into finals, so yeah, there's there's a lot that's gone wrong there. <laughs>
0: but uh, on, on the bigger picture, you got a lot of things right, credit to you, you won the league, and that's probably about all I need to say. This year on FMDT. All right. Yeah, I think that sees us out. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for listening, everyone. All right. Um, Back next year, bigger, better than ever. We're bringing in new rules. No, not really. Uh, <laughs> we're going to argue for the ruck pick again. Ruck position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look forward to that, guys. Look at that terrible C7 situation you had all year. <laughs> think about all of those yes. awesome, useful... Back up Ruckman and starting Ruckman. Planting the
1: seeds now yeah. and then yeah, we'll harvest on that. We've got to year. leave
0: it on this note. Just think we'll about do. Ruckman. Think about Ruckman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, right will just fade out with that, shall I? Yeah. What are you gonna do now, Steve? What are we is there any other fantasy that we can do?
0: Time for NFL fantasy. For NFL fantasy do some research. US Open starts